Young and Indigenous podcast is an outlet for people to know about Indigenous knowledge, storytelling, and history. Through our youthful journeys as Indigenous people, through these stories, young people and elders share their experiences with us. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. I'm about to tell some red stories. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yay, podcast! everybody welcome back to another episode of young and indigenous today here we have i'm roy santana Haley, wakisha bella and today's episode we're discussing social media and how it affects our mental health so we've all grown up with social media as being a big part of our lives we're all on it we all use it daily and today we're kind of wanting to talk about kind of the positives some of the negatives and how it really affects our mental health so how do you guys all use social media? What platforms are you guys on? What do you, what are you guys typically posting? Um, <laughs> I'd be on Instagram, uh, Facebook to like communicate with my older family members for real. Cause for some reason, everyone above the age of 30 is just primarily for on real? Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> You ain't old until you throw back to MySpace days. Okay. That's all I got to say. I was I alive during that time, but I did not have a MySpace. I don't know how you had a MySpace. That's crazy. I made my mom sign me up so I could have Rihanna in my top eight. <laughs> like, the, no, that was the only reason. Looking back to that top eight stuff, that stuff was ruthless. What is the top eight thing? You, like, literally picked who, like, your top eight like eight friends were and it's like you went and like known to the them. world what? that like these are the only people i miss that and so like crazy. so so what? beef would be starting because someone wasn't in your top eight or this person was in your top eight for yeah. this long but they were only in for this long kind of like, like the og snapchat where you could see people's top three best friends that that started some shit oh my wow. god <laughs> i didn't even know about that i got snap i got on snapchat kind of late i'm not gonna lie when did you guys all get on social media like how old were you when you first got onto like a I think I was like 14 or 15, but it was heavily monitored. Mm -hmm. Heavily. Yeah. I'd say 12. Mm -hmm. I got my space. Yeah, I don't remember. I think probably be around the same age as Bella. 12. I was super young. I didn't even know how to use it. Somebody else set it up for me. And then they went on there, so I had to change my password because they were getting on my main Just space all the you. time. When I was like, freaking weirdos. <laughs> I think I was like seven. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. That's pretty young. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it was Facebook. I think I'm primarily on Facebook to, for when I weave things to like get the older people because that's basically the only people that buy stuff. And I want to say to be connected with all of my older family too because they don't have anything else or they don't know how to use anything else. Do you guys post on social media? I'm more of like a, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a reposter. 
I don't know if I ever post much of my own stuff. Unless it's like Instagram. Mm, I used to be active on TikTok a bit. Used to you post were? a lot of TikToks. Yeah. Um, it's for like promoting music, I guess. But like, it's like 100 views, three likes. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. <laughs> um, Instagram, sometimes I kind of like having, I'm starting to shift towards more of like an aesthetic Instagram page. Um, I have it all. I have Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, but I think my go-to lately has been TikTok for sure. Mm -hmm. TikTok, I don't know what inspired me. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that. Like, you guys know I'm like super passionate with like advocating against tribal disenrollment mm -hmm. and blood quantum. Yeah. And for some reason, like, I just started making videos like that and then they just started to like blow up to where like now my following on TikTok is like at like 34,000 oh and it's God. like are you TikTok what? famous? What? Wow. What? Hold on, my hands are clammy. I'm going to look at this. What is your TikTok? Tell me now. Tana at Tana Bang. At Tana Bang. Follow me. <laughs> So with TikTok, um, I just started posting like my experience and like, like it became like really educational to where it's like, if you guys are on TikTok too, then you'll notice like there's a huge native community within itself on TikTok. Yeah. And that community is so beautiful. Like, but then it has its bad side of it too. Like I had people commenting on my like some of my educational posts like oh you're really claiming that two percent native huh like them type of them type of like really harsh comments mm -hmm. and at first it would get to my head but now it's like i don't really care so i would say tiktok is like my favorite because it's of like all the trends and the and then like the native community and like there's just so much things that are shared and I love how people like become famous like overnight yeah you know, it's like, like the, the the right people are getting yeah. platforms now it's not pushed out by like sponsored posts and like artists too like singers rappers like anything you could think of in the form of like art or like educational or informal like you be getting some views on there like high views it's like the algorithm on there is different yeah, I feel like you can learn like a lot of stuff on there. Like I've been learning about cooking and how to work on my car. <laughs> and uh, I forgot what else. What is it called? Elf. There's like a abbreviation for it, but the Indian. Do you remember what I said? I see. Ikwa, yeah. I don't know. I Tell me how I knew. Yeah, the Indian child. Welfare. It's so crazy that a platform like that can have, like, it's so useful, but then again, like, you get the bad side of it and the negative comments and the, like, would you guys, I kind of have a TikTok addiction. <laughs> 
I do too. Like, no lie, not been to sleep yet. Yeah. Because I was on TikTok like all night last night and I couldn't go to sleep for the life of me. Bro, have you ever been to the bottom of the For You page? It's crazy. No, I keep it's seeing so the scary down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll just keep showing me like the same videos over and over again. And I'm like, all right, I guess it's time to get off TikTok. But it's messed with my time management so much. Like this morning, I woke up late this morning, stayed in bed late because I was watching like ha the last half of Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> that would just kept showing up on my free page. So I just started watching it. And then I wasn't out of bed till like 9.30. Like the TikToks where it's just like um, a clip of a movie with like subway surfers and like under it or like it someone me. doing something. <laughs> my For attention sure. span is like gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Anything longer than a minute, I'm out. There is an article that I was actually featured in because of my content on TikTok. Like, was that the Bellingham Alive one? No. Mm -mm. It was this guy through, I forget what it was, but I'm pretty positive it was PBS. I'll have to double look. I'll share it with you guys through text. But there was like five other TikTok creators that were covered as well that are doing like work within like education decolonization mm -hmm. like all of that and so they did like highlight features and then they um like asked me about like blood quantum and like tribal disenrollment and that was like my first like time where i was like dang people are like are um connecting with like mm -hmm. my stuff that i put out on facebook or tiktok I didn't even know that you got featured in these articles. That's dope. Yeah. Girl, what? Yeah, there's... Majority of them has been through, like, for everything that was going on with the tribal disenrollment, but majority... Yeah, majority was from there, but there was that one person that was like, I seen your TikTok. I was like, what? <laughs> I know, your TikTok showed up on my For You page. Not even my following, my For You page. Nice. And so I'm just like, <laughs> nice. I want to start creating again. It's It takes a lot out of you, though, to, like, create something every single day like it's like another job literally do you ever get like anxiety from posting, posting? Yeah. yeah sometimes sometimes i've deleted a lot of my stuff like after posting because i'm like oh people aren't like really they didn't get what i was saying or they took it the wrong way or like yeah so sometimes i i overthink a lot and I'll just like go and delete something whenever I post on anything I have to like post it and then like take my phone away from me so I'm not looking at what's all coming in with it because I get so scared whenever I post something I always ask my friend I'm like hey does this look okay or does this sound right <laughs> yeah like I know it's not dumb do I can you guys think of any other like negative effects that social media brings I think social media is well let me think about what i'm trying to say because i see my little brother on on social media all the time like he's always scrolling through reels maybe not reels but like youtube shorts he's always on that and i'm just like bro i feel like that's gonna be so devastating to his attention span growing up it's like like if that's messing us up he's like his brain is still developing it's still developing so like that 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 part kind of concerns me but then they have like the parenting rules and like all that stuff so i don't know
but I use Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram and um, I kind of just use it to, I use it a lot for fitness and um, I inspire a lot of people to go and work out, especially after having a baby and I'm almost five months postpartum and I think I'm in a lot better place than I was a few months ago when I started in February. But I don't know, just like you guys said before, I, I use Facebook for close friends and family um, just to keep them updated on my kids. And um, I don't really post a lot on Instagram. I'll like use the stories because it connects with Facebook. And then I also do TikTok. I like TikTok because of all the inspirational quotes that come up. But I think it really helped me um, get out of a lot of things because... Um, I don't know, say, like, if I didn't have someone to talk to, TikTok was there. <laughs> and I think the negative effects I see is um, everything is not what you see on Facebook. There could be a lot of people dealing with things that are in social media. I think there's a lot of things that people deal with that they don't really show on the camera than what's behind closed doors. And... No, oh, I literally feel you on that, like... I swear, like, lately I've been wanting to post, like, a really heartfelt status about, like, I know, oh, my God, I might even get emotional. I know, like, everybody, like, sees, like, all the good stuff that I post and, like, me speaking here or me doing this or, like, I feel like a lot of people from the outside think that my life is just so great you know, because of, like, where I'm at in my life and, like, how much I had to, like, work for me to get to this point, but they don't see, like, the pain and the tears that, like, went into that, you know what I mean? And, like, I really just want to remind people to just be kind to one another because we don't know what someone is going through. And, yeah, I've, like, literally, that's been on my heart a lot, like, of just, like, okay, yeah, you see me doing all these amazing things but like little do you know deep down inside I'm like questioning everything I'm doing I'm like doubting myself like and it's like every day is like a a battle in my mind of like the good and the bad you know but like yeah, it's, that's totally true. Like, people, like, like, they literally only see what you post. They don't know, like, what you're actually going through, like, behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah, I think another negative effect is not having the connections of, um, I guess, like, we used to um, when we were younger. Like, social media became such a big platform and... You know, we're just so used to just connecting over social media. And then, like, when you see a person in public, you're like, I talk to you on social media, but I don't like talking to you in person. So you totally avoid the person. You're like, I'm going this way. Yes. in social anxiety because of social media. And I will I will be the one that's terrified to not say hi to somebody in person. But I'll comment on your status and say, good job. And probably like, go congratulations. Yeah. But, like, I will say no, no words. In person, I will person. act like I don't see you. <laughs> like, I will walk the other direction because it's it gets so scary. Yeah, 
that's a good one social anxiety mm-hmm. literally yeah i see people in person i'm like it's like oh no there's someone did they i know see, did they see me i hope they didn't see me <laughs> literally I don't, I don't i think it's just because like you you're you're online so much and that's your way of connecting with people but in order to connect those people online like you got to be sitting there on your phone by yourself yeah. and so you're not getting out as much and it's it's like isolating in a way when it's yeah. really supposed to be like bringing people together mm-hmm. yeah but even like what bella said like before like you think back to like our younger days like it's so true we are such a tight-knit family Mm -hmm. and social media like really just became the norm to like oh i'm not gonna follow that indigenous protocol and go to your house and sit with you anymore i'm gonna facebook message you (laughs) (laughs) or just show up yeah let's not focus on all the negatives because social media like you talked about like it's it's a way you advocate and like talk about things that are important to you so like how can we use social media more as a tool in a positive way mm-hmm. like we we can connect with people we can use it as a tool like how 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 is it how is social media positive i think using it for positive impacts like I don't know, just say like our ways of life and how so much of it was lost and kind of like what we're doing now. You know, the podcast is such a good outlet for a lot of people to know about who we are and where we come from and why it's important to tell our story. And um, just telling our youthful journeys and like right now with this mental health, these these mental health episodes, they're going to help so many people that are from you know, just our younger, from younger generations to, you know, older generations. Yeah. I'm going to backtrack to a negative and then go into a positive. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I always use Facebook as like a diary. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to my status and uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to vent. I, I I'm going to for the longest time. Status. I'm yeah. going to vent on my status, you know, and it's sometimes it's some like, like real feelings you know what i'm really feeling in those moments but i think the negative about that is people will use that to your advantage or to their advantage i Mm -hmm. should say and like hold it against you or like like, throw it back in your face like remember that one time where you posted on your sad your sob story on facebook it's like yeah how can i forget with you reminding me (laughs) um but i think the beautiful part about like that is there's moments where like it truly does help me like expressing like what I'm going through at the time to know that there's so many other people out there that are like going through the same thing and like I think it makes me feel a lot better when like people like share their story back with me or like they just inspire me to keep going 
and really just instill that like confidence and strength back in myself because some people will be leaving some like really heartfelt comments that it's like dang thank you for that like it was just that one comment that made me feel better than I did 10 minutes ago you know and so I think there's beautiful parts to opening yourself up on Facebook because I've had quite a few people reach out to me and like tell me that like my vulnerability is like beautiful mm-hmm. and like that really opened up the door for me to really believe that there is strength and vulnerability and to be able to like openly be able to express yourself um, is a beautiful thing because so many people connect more when you say what's on your heart and you and you oh you like talk freely about it i guess you know like people are just like dang like if she can do that then why can't i or like why do i feel the need to like bottle all these emotions or feelings up when it it's not good for me because i remember when i used to do that and i would get to a point where i would kind of just like explode you know by keeping like everything inside but sometimes I just used it as a diary as a place to like really express myself or like say what I'm going through and sometimes it was used against me and other times it made me feel a lot better yeah Yeah. I think you said you can use it to express yourself I, I I like to think that like I do that on my social media like it it's not like artistic or like mm-hmm aesthetic but like i like to take pictures of little moments that like bring me joy like this tree it's a really pretty tree so i'm gonna post it what tree and like a photo dump (laughs) what tree she's just talking oh oh i thought you're talking about an actual tree my bad oh (laughs) that tree he's like which one out there i I really was like looking like which Which one one you want actually that one's that one's kind of cool which one's that one (laughs) the like i totally agree with your putting all your feelings on on Facebook. I kind of cringe at some of the ones that I like when you go to see your memories. I'm I've like, seen yours before. I was like, You've seen was, mine. I was like, What was wrong with me? <laughs> just kidding. No. It was just like nothing. I was just like feeling a lot and just put it all out on Facebook. <laughs> I think in those moments, we just want to feel like we're seen and that like we're not alone. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a cry for help, too. Mm. Like, help me in my kevin hart voice help me you guys know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think it's just literally like we just want to feel heard and sometimes we got to go to social media for that and that's okay Uh, yeah that's what i like about tiktok you're you're heard and you're seen on tiktok there's a community for everyone on tiktok literally everyone it's beautiful i love it it's great did you hear about them thinking about banning it? Oh, they, they've been trying to ban it. They've been yeah, trying like to ban two it. Two years now. Oh, dang. I feel like a scare like that gets brought up like every year for TikTok. Just because they see how much influence it has over yeah. people. You can learn like, so much on TikTok that like you didn't learn in school. We yeah. have so much access to information we've mm-hmm. never learned before. You could literally they don't know how to control anything so on there. Like, literally search anything. I think anything. I use TikTok more than I use like Google. Yeah, because it'll bring me a video, and I can learn easier than like reading instructions on Google. TikTok has taken me out of bead. <laughs> That's what I was literally gonna say. Like, you can literally search anything on there, and beading was like the first thing that came to mind. Search anything, you can search anything on there. You'll find it. 
can learn how to clean. <laughs> no, for real. Yes. How to organize. Yes. Yes. No, do you guys get those like organization TikToks where they like organize their pantry? And I follow and it. Like, yes. Instantly. It's so fucking great. I go oh to the God. page and I'll be on it for hours. I'm okay, like, I'm obsessed with ASMR videos too. Like I will literally watch videos on videos on videos of people just chomping at their food. <laughs> oh, food? No, I watch yeah. like the sand ones where they're like chomp, not chomping. Oh, like cutting up the sand or like. I like the soap cutting ones. Yeah. The soap yeah. cutting ones are soap cool. Like Those ones are cool. Zen I like the ones where they're like crunching up like that powder. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the chomps. Yeah, stuff. like the, yeah. the chomps. Mm -hmm. Oh, they, like, yeah. They just I've like make those. it and then they crunch it all up. <laughs> What are some things to do to make sure social media stays a positive thing in your life? Delete people. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, though. No, actually, though. Like, you delete people who are toxic to your yeah. social media. No, I for real do. Because, like, when you're on social media a lot, right? Like, however much you are. And then there's, like, toxic people. They're going to keep popping up. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm hitting the block button I'm on like, that. I'm like, you were mean to me. Uh, delete. <laughs> Literally, yes. <laughs> I feel like you have so much power when it comes to things like that because like mm -hmm. my high school bully tried to add me on facebook and i was like oh heck no and i blocked them yeah mine's my neighbor it's great <laughs> oh my god yeah it's horrible this is your neighbor yes who is it um, don't have <laughs> <I'm not laughs> can't can you like set a timer for the app yeah. i think so. yeah you can like adjust your screen time to where it like will kick you off the app and not let you back in if you're over like a certain amount of time. Yeah. Not I knew me that, though. Like, you could like see your like screen usage in your settings. I didn't know like, oh, you could like do that. Oh, I have that off. I have that turned off. Yeah. I don't want to see him. I'm not, on I'm not setting it up so it kicks me off though. Like, no, I, I want to be on TikTok whenever I want. <laughs> I have a bedtime set for mine. Like, oh, that's um, a good idea. yeah, there's the bedtime set timer and like, there's a time where I like want to go to bed and it'll like shut all my notifications off for the night. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty nice. And then, like, if I'm not talking to anyone or I'm just, like, bored and I get bored of social media, I kind of just throw my phone to the side now because I have kids. So I, I'm like, all right, just take this time for the kids now. Got to get them ready for bed and go to bed, go to sleep and get ready for the next day. So I know I've done that for a while, though. I kind of, like, uh, yeah, just not talking to anyone or just, like, kind of using it just to scroll through and I'm like all right I don't need to be on this right now so boundaries boundaries exactly <laughs> so actually you guys send us tips on how to um <laughs> well kind of just like disciplining myself kind of knowing what's important and um I don't know for a while I've just had this like thing where I don't need because there was a time where like I was super addicted to TikTok and I realized I was starting to be on it a lot because of the pandemic of COVID-19 and then after like COVID-19 we're like kind of getting back into work and stuff and I was kind of like all right I need to stop being on TikTok all night so I started setting boundaries for myself because I was also going to work out early in the morning and I think that's what kind of helped me is just disciplining myself and like saying like, okay, social media is always going to be there, but life, well, not that life isn't. I was like, there's these other things that I need to be doing that are going to pass by. So.
are there like what spaces do you think are needed in order to like make more in-person connections i think um finding like i'm just gonna say like a hobby as like a blanket term because like if you canoe pole right you meet so many people at these canoe races like and then like yeah like those are like the cool social places like you could be at a powwow and meet new people too yeah. you know what i'm saying like those like cultural places are really good places where you can meet new people who probably already know you or your parents. I don't know. Or your grandparents. <laughs> no, but for real though. <laughs> I know your mom. Like, how? <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, right now where I make my most connections is either through this work, through my new job, or through, like Roy said, canoe paddling. This is my third year pulling with uh, Sea Wolf. And the first two years, the first year I quit, I don't really remember why. Um, the second year, my uncle was murdered, so I quit. This year, I like mentally prepared myself going into it, like saying like, this is gonna be my year not only for myself, but for my crew. Like I dedicate myself to a team that I've ended up quitting on. And like, that's been something that has like, I, I've regretted in my past. And like now this year is different. We run two miles before, let's not get into the two miles again. We run two miles before. Um, and like, it really allows us to like bond because we'll run in like pairs and like I switch it up. Like I'll run with one person one day, run with another person the other day. And like, it really forms that like kind of team morale. Yeah. Um, and then like lately, like, yeah. I mean, me and Bella know that that's all, all there was to do back in the day was drink with your friends and go out to clubs and like that's not what that's not how we live our life anymore and and it's like that stuff was just so you look back to those days and it was just so dumb but now I crave nights where it's like I just want to spend the night with my friend and like watch movies and like I was like really craving that type of moment and then like my best friend reached out to me like not last weekend, but the weekend before. And she's like, hey, do you want to come over and just play Mario Kart all night? And I was oh, like... Who are your friends? I was I like... I want to play Mario Kart all night. I was like, girl, when I tell you I've been craving like a night like this where someone will just hit me up and say, like, come lay in my bed and just play video games and watch a movie with me. Like, I was like, oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> Click, head straight over there played Mario Kart all night and then ended the night. She got me into, what was it? Love is Blind. What? And we started just binge watching this show and then we're just like so into it. We're like slapping the bed, like <laughs> slapping each other. Like, what is she doing? Right? What is he doing? What is going on right now? You know, and we just got so into it. And I was like, oh, I live for moments like this where it's just like, you don't even have to do anything to like make a connection with someone like there are so many different things but like even if you just go to your friend's house and watch a movie play some video games cook dinner together like that that forms connections outside of social media too that like will last 
a really long time. Like I've been friends with this girl for like over 10 years and like we're finally in a place where it's like, we don't want to go to the club. We don't want to go do that. Like we just rather stay home and eat all the junk food we can and, and watch all the TV we can and play all the video games we can. And like when I started playing Mario Kart, I was like, talk about nostalgia, you know? Like I was like, dang, that those those really took me back to the days of like, or no, it was Mario World. You know, when you hop, hop to different worlds and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a good time. So I've been, um, wanting to reach back out to her again for another night like that. Cause like literally like I can just spend my weekends like that and be okay. I miss moments and times like that. Like I don't get a lot of those anymore. And it's just like. Like you said, I crave for those type of nights too, just hanging out and yeah, not having to go out. And I kind of, I always wish I didn't waste a lot of my 20s just going out all the time and just like thinking I was making connections like that. And then at the end of the day, I just kind of ended up alone. So Yeah, and it's just like moments too when I saw you at the grocery store and I was like, come over for dinner, you know, like little, like, um spontaneous moments like that you know like are always good too and you can come over anytime you know i'm your freaking neighbor literally i wish i'll cook for you anytime i wish people could come over to my house but it's so tiny i'm like we'd be literally just crunching up in there because my my living room is as big as this living room right here and it's like (laughs) but no i totally would love to i always like need my kids to have more connection, healthy connection. Mm-hmm. We should do like a yay dinner every once in a while too, where it's we just agree. like, where it's just like. Just the yay crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ellie. No. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want nights like that too. Get Mario Kart running right can now. We, can we start running get, that? You should get a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And we come over anytime. Bring it over. <laughs> it's my son's. I'll just, I'll just take. You know, <laughs> I bought it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal my little brothers and bring it here. It's fine. So. I bought it, and now Keith and Connor don't even play with it. And I'm like, I'm about to go play it by myself. And just kidding. Yeah, you guys are my friends. I, I like Stop. don't go to school or anything, and so work is my life, and y'all are my besties. If I'm not at work, I'm at home. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Young and Indigenous. This episode was produced by Haley Garrow, Wakikia Curly Bear, Bella James, Ellie Smith, Santana Rabang, and Roy Alexander. Original music by Mark Nichols, Jay Kiesel, and Roy Alexander. And a huge thank you to our funders, the Discern Foundation and the Whatcom Community Foundation. Yay Podcast is a part of Children of the Setting Sun Productions. We are a nonprofit based in Bellingham, Washington, on the ancestral homelands of the Nooksack and Lummi people. Hi, Shka, for listening. Oh,